Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's much deeper than that. Right. And why would you hate things that are true that don't affect you? Wow. Oh, oh truth bomb. Oh, it almost sounds like, dare I say, a secret combination. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at him smirking yeah. right now. What's he doing? Now he's about to get smacked down. Watch what you this. doing, bro? Yeah, Tucker Carlson's coming in with a truth bomb. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to Ward Radio. I'm your host, Carton Ellis, and today I'm joined in the studio by Jonah Barnes, the apocryphal professor, no, the associate professor of all things apocryphal, mm. all right, who's also bringing to us a super funny short from Cyberspace. We talked about a week ago about Tucker Carlson basically endorsing the Book of Mormon. Basically. You know, the second I mentioned Tucker Carlson, all the liberal members are like... <laughs> you know they hear there's the, the 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 nails screeching on the uh on the not the whiteboard the chalkboard that's what i'm looking for hey they're but, gonna have to make room for brother carlson because we have some evidence he's that, going mormon yeah you know what i'm saying just so tucker tell us when your baptismal date is man because he actually called into question the narrative of the americas and specifically mentioned the book of mormon in a recent short that he did with comedian what's her name again i totally uh, roseanne, barr. roseanne barr i was such an idiot roseanne mm-hmm. barr how could you forget roseanne and um it was funny it was hilarious but not as hilarious as the youtube channel Ancient Answers with all 320 subscribers that they have. They did a really funny YouTube short on this that I'm just going to show you guys all right now. We're going to talk about it. So here we go. Tucker Carlson, Roseanne Barr, go. Stuff all over. So there is a overwhelming evidence. Well, there's proof that there were massive population centers mm-hmm. in North America long before 1492. So what what yeah the only, uh, all i'm saying the only thing we know well for the mormons have the book of mormon they say that that was yes the, the history of those people well, the ten- what's that guy smirking did for? you see him laugh yeah what was that smirk did you for, see him brother? laugh oh what smirk so was that we're gonna go back we're gonna do that one more time look at him smirking yeah. right now what's he doing now he's about to get smacked down Watch what you this. doing bro yeah tucker carlson's coming in with a truth bomb yeah. coming. yes but- the history of those people. Well, the 10 lost tribes of Israel came right. to the United States. And the I've certainly spent a lot of my life making fun of that, but I'm going to stop. Yeah, Ooh. but who knows what? Well, that's exactly right. But um, I think that somebody or some group of somebody's, they know how stuff works and they got it all. But why is no one interested in it? I don't understand why this isn't like the most- No, people are interested, but there's no way they can find it because- but if you're NBC News, like, why don't you do this like a nightly segment on like all the mysteries of history? Because yeah, yeah. So yeah. so there you go. So the the producer <laughs> smirks <laughs> those Mormons, and then Tucker Carlson says, "I've made fun of them, and I'm going to stop." And that producer's like, 
Got, he just oh, like man. hey and by the way man by the way i am loving the graphics that they are throwing yeah into they're this. great huh you know he's like well somebody told something and little graphic of joseph smith is that somebody pops, pops up, up. it's me. like and there's some people that know things on the corner of the 12, <laughs> the corner of 12. Is coming. this was pure comedic gold let's keep going though it's not over with. we're gonna let it go all the way uh, to i the think end. It, it ends up it ends up derivating but well, yeah, yeah no, we've got watch. like yeah, 10 more seconds let's see what else they think is there can I ask a question real real quick to you? Is it within the realm of possibility that this movement that we're fighting now is actually satanic? What do you mean in the realm of possibility? Well, <laughs> what's not satanic is like the Sicilian mafia. Right. You right. know, they pimp out women, they loan shark, they sell heroin, but they do it because they want to get a bigger house in Far Rockaway. I get right. it. It's money. It it's makes money. Sense. It's totally yeah. it's a it's a commercial transaction. It hurts people, it's bad, it's illegal. But it's explicable, right? I understand that. Ah, you know, interesting. What we're seeing now is not explicable. Mm-hmm. It's not. Why would he billionaire? Do, you know, you have a billion dollars, you can't spend it all, right? It's much deeper than that, right? And why would you hate things that are true that don't affect you? Wow! Oh, oh truth bomb! Oh, it almost sounds like, dare I say, a secret combination. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we are. So Tucker Carlson can't explain it, but he's new. He's just investigating. Okay. Uh-huh. We've been in the church for a little bit longer. And so we are going to explain some of it here tonight. You do? So, yes, we have an, explanation, got an explanation for Brother okay. Carlson to help hit Brother it, Carlson it, and it, to help it. the missionaries who are currently teaching him that must be currently teaching him. Yes. So we start off with there's a statement from the Smithsonian Institute from May 1980. Now, what he's referring to is, is this says, the one that they all rub yes. in our faces that's totally taken out of context? Yes. It's in literally Jeff Dur- Durbin's Green Book. Hold on. Oh, 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 I bet you it is. From in May 1980, the Smithsonian okay. released this. Th- this is this is why I bemoan modern anti-Mormonism. Because you know how they say, you know how Trent, I love how Trent Horn says, um, believers should never argue like atheists. Yes. Right? right. You know, you've heard that before, yes, right? Yes, yes. It's the weirdest thing that on John DeLynn, Bill Real, and RFM on this side, okay? And then also... Like with Jeff Durbin, James White, and all the Evangs, they can all completely take this letter 110% out of context. It's in the book. It's in his little green Bible. I'm going to find it here while you're uh, uh, going through it. Mm-hmm. But this Smithsonian letter, it's the one from the 1960s, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, this, tell it, us about it. Tell us about it. So somebody, I, I guess somebody was saying, I don't know where it came from, but they said, oh, the Smithsonian Institute has been has used the Book of Mormon to guide some of their research. So Which th- would be wildly unethical if they did. <laughs> I, I don't. Who thought that? Yeah, Who I don't. That? I don't go to Western Europe and say, "Well, in Gulliver's Travels, <laughs> it says they went through France. <laughs> Therefore, I'm going to dig for bones of said Gulliver in France." Yeah. Like, no, you 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 don't do that. We also don't take the Bible and say, "Well, the Bible says this had to have happened in Turkey. Therefore, I'm going to endlessly search for information about Noah's Ark in Turkey until I find something that is." wholly verified only through confirmation bias like i and, and even the bible i would never expect byu archaeologists to do that with the book of mormon and even and yes and even the bible at least has some places that are supposed to be historic the book of mormon explicitly says i'm not writing down a history 
that's in a different book. I'm writing down the spiritual things in this book. It never was purported to be a geographic or an archaeological guide. And then it also quotes, it also misquotes purposefully. And the the ex-Mormon, anti-Mormons that keep propagating this lie and the evangelical pastors that keep propagating this lie and the atheists that keep propagating this lie are literally just propagating a lie. They always try and mention that one phrase that was added to the title book where it said that they thought that the Lamanites were the principal ancestors of the American yeah, Indians. Right. Well, first off, we're only dealing with current populations, not with past populations. We have evidence of all kinds of fallen empires throughout the modern Americans, mm-hmm. a- Americas, and 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 that's that's a rabbit hole that has no bottom that you can barely get to the bottom of because we wipe so many out, unfortunately. And by the way, when I say we, I mean the smallpox that Europeans brought. Okay, like entire civilizations were just decimated yeah. at that time. And the second is. That phrase was a supposition put in by church leaders in the 20s. It was not an original uh, phrase that was used in the original printing of the Book of Mormon or anything like that. It was some guy doing his best with what he had in the 20s, and his best was found to be false. Well, and here's here's another angle on it. So I'm descended from a man, uh, George Barnes. George Barnes, that's where I get my surname from. George okay. Barnes. I named my son after his first son. The logo for my business is his logo that he had for his business. I'm descended from George Barnes, right? He's my he's a principal ancestor. He's my patrilineal, he is my forefather, right? He's less than 1% of my ancestry. Less oh, than whoa. 1% of my blood comes from that guy. Why? Because it doubles every generation. So to say principal ancestors, well, what do you mean principal ancestors? Yeah. They yeah. didn't understand that back then. So we know anyway, we're going to put this on the screen so everybody knows what it says. It's a statement from the Smithsonian that is a ubiquitous in anti-Mormon circles from mm-hmm. May of 1980 that says the Smithsonian Institution has never used the Book of Mormon in any way as a scientific guide. Smithsonian archaeologists see no direct connection between the archaeology of the New World and the subject matter of the book. Whoa. That comment yeah, well, didn't age well, yeah. but- <laughs> Oh, that's, you know, when you want to start talking archaeological science, it's it's the Smithsonian's comments that don't age well in yeah, comparison yeah. to Joseph Smith's, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, uh, Smithsonian archaeologists see no direct connection between the archaeology of the New World and the subject matter of the book. The physical type of the American Indian is mongoloid. Archaeological evidence indicates that the ancestors of the present in- in- Indians came into the New World probably over a land bridge, you know, um, so on and so forth. No, the, no. the next paragraph is the best. Oh, this, you want is, me to keep this going. is the best. The okay, next paragraph is going. just the is just the best. Here, let me pull it back up in its entirety. I couldn't read because my uh, <laughs> my face was yeah. in front of the uh, the uh, the bottom paragraph. But it says no reputable Egyptologist or other specialist in old world archaeology, and no expert in new world prehistory has discovered or confirmed any relationship between archaeological remains in Mexico and the archaeological remains in. Egypt. No, you need to read this. That's not a claim of the Book of Mormon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you need to read this. No reputable Egyptologist or the specialist of old archaeology. No expert. And then the last sentence. Reports of findings of ancient Egyptian, Hebrew, other old world writings in the New World and pre-Columbian context have frequently appeared in newspapers, magazines, and sensational books. Now these claims have stood up to um, examination by reputable Reputable scholars. scholars. Oh, yeah. But then you have the question, what determines reputable? Bingo. That's uh, it. So we're going to explain it to Brother Carlson here, um, a new new investigator, Brother Tucker, uh, with a little, I have a little uh, infograph, a little chart to explain how this process works at the Smithsonian. Okay. And it's a four step process. Uh, It begins with uh, discovering, discovering something. And you will start at the top of it. It's in the discord. This is how academia uh, develops their theories. Ready? Okay. So first you start with, I found this. 
at the very top right here. <laughs> and then it goes to the Smithsonian says, well, that's a hoax. And you say, well, how do you know? And they say, well, because we've never found anything like it. And you say, yeah. but I found this. And they go, well, but that's a hoax. Say, well, but how do you know? Say, well, we never found anything like it. And it just goes round and round and round and round. So are, am I hearing echoes of a theory uh, that you have? Yes. That has been um, calling into question the validity of the Smithsonian in certain circles over the past decade, 20 years. A long time. It seems to be gaining popularity. If you could just familiarize our audience with your theory right now. Well, just so you know, the Smithsonian wasn't created in the first six days of creation, guys. I mean, the Smithsonian yeah. <laughs> was was founded by a bunch of guys in the 19th century who said, hey, we should make some museums and stuff. And then you have to make a decision. This is like the creeds. It's just like the creeds. Oh, it's true. You have to. Yeah. The Smithsonian is kind of like the Athanasian Creed. It of is. West. Oh, yeah. You see? And they have to make a decision. Well, what are we going to say is the correct answer here? Because we can't have any conflicting theories or opinions on any of this. And so they say, well, we've all decided, we got together, we all decided that there was no Hebrew presence in the new world. Okay, great. And then Joe says, I discovered some Hebrew presence in, in the new world. And they go, well, no, but that's a hoax. Well, or, why but, is it a uh, hoax? Well, because we just decided it was a well, hoax. Well, but also then again, that's not a naturalistic discovery. And I, I think what they're saying is all of us agree that museums should be behaving as... Um, liaisons of philosophy and discovery and um, not portals, but safety deposit boxes of cultural relics okay. that are actually hard relics Okay, that they should be trafficking only in hard naturalistic knowledge. Okay. And according to the Hanson five model, yes, as members of Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we say naturalistic observation is only one of the avenues to seek knowledge. Okay. Okay. Um, and we believe in revelation and in intuition in reason and so on and so forth. Right, right. But I'm fine with a museum saying, look, we traffic in one of the five avenues of knowledge. And the one that we traffic in is artifacts. So if we can't dig up the artifact, then we're not going to display it or to endorse it, no matter how much mm. we want to or don't want to. But you bring up a good point that, okay, if that's going to be your ethos, if you are going to be somebody who traffics only in naturalistic observations and artifacts, well, how do you determine what artifacts are real or aren't? And yes. the Smithsonian has been the arbiter yes. for two centuries of what's a real artifact and what's not. And I'm sorry, but there's 13 Rembrandts and we only have 12 recorded ones that he uh, painted. So we know one of them is a forgery. And all these Rembrandts that are getting sold for tens and $20 million each, okay, every year one of them is a fake and we know it but nobody wants to admit that it's theirs ah, so they can keep trafficking in it right and making money well the reverse is happening hmm. over in my opinion in modern western archaeology they have their narratives and yep. their narrative is that okay and they're defending the narrative by gatekeeping artifacts yes and there's tons of artifacts that have come forward that we know were hoaxes like for example the kinderhook yeah. plates was a hoax trying to trick joseph smith he didn't take the bait and he ended up donating it to the antiquarian society of pennsylvania you can go see him on display and it's kind of funny all right but just like we know that not all the rembrandts can be authentic we also know that everything the smithsonian has said is a hoax 
can't be can't a hoax be either. A hoax. You know, it can't be a hoax either. Yeah. And so you, you you have to ask yourself, why are we unable to get to the bottom of this? And you bring up a really good point. It's because this seems to be the methodology used to determine whether or not something is real or a hoax. And it's wholly unscientific. Yes. It's only based in snobbery and oh well, no reputable scientists. No reputable scientists. Yeah. Well, and think about think about this. So what is an outlier? An outlier is something that lies outside. Michael Jordan. That's our, an outlier. Yeah, well, yeah. That's, that's dude done, could freaking dunk from the free throw line. Yeah, dude. Give that picture to the Smithsonian and they would literally say, nope, that's not true. Gotta be fake. That's gotta be a fake. Yeah. Why? Because nobody had ever done it before and nobody's really done it since. So therefore, it yeah. can't be real. Oh, and by the way, every picture of everybody else that actually did do it since must also be a hoax. Must also be a hoax. Well, how do you know? Well, because we determined this one was a hoax. No therefore... reputable, no reputable white middle-aged from the 70s basketball playing coach who never saw it done in his 1970s, uh, late 1960s uh, college basketball career could ever believe that could happen in, in, in as little as the 90s. You know? What kind of a gullible sap? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, you're so, right. So so the so what has happened is that every time one of these purported discoveries gets dismissed as a hoax, they throw it in the hoax bin, right? Yeah. And they say, well, we never we don't have anything over in the good bin. And so if it doesn't fit with the good bin, we put it in the hoax bin. And after a while, you want to say, how big is the hoax bin now? Like, <laughs> how many hoaxes have you found? Because we've never found anything else like it. Well, have you checked the hoax bin lately? And so we actually have to announce here today, it's very exciting. The Smithsonian has released a, a, a news release about a new museum. That they have, uh, they're just opening. Really? Yes. Is yes. it in the Discord? It is in the Discord. We have a picture okay, from the on, ribbon on. cutting ceremony. This is located over in Richmond, Virginia. Um, and they, to much fanfare, they are finally opening a new museum to house some of these objects. Uh, they had to come up with a name. They're not very good at marketing. So they had to come up with something that was just going to be uh, straight up and honest. And I appreciate the honesty. <laughs> it's called the totally not evidence of the Book of Mormon Museum. <laughs> And it's got millions and millions of objects that are totally not evidence of the Book of Mormon. That's what they all have in common. Oh, look at that. That is too fun. You know what? And the ribbon cutting. It's amazing. You got, you've had some bangers this week, bro. And that, <laughs> that was one of them. That was really funny. I give it to you. That was really funny. There's just so many of you. these, so many of these hoaxes. We have to put them somewhere. Now, I've seen you make a lot of these. I've seen you make a lot of these. Um, for those of you that are listening on the radio, uh, Jonah Barnes just placed in our Discord, which is available to you if you check out wardradio.com. He uh, placed in our Discord a picture of a ribbon ribbon cutting ceremony in front of the Smithsonian where several bureaucrats and dignitaries are cutting a red ribbon in front of, well, a museum. But he changed the sign to say totally not evidence of the Book of Mormon oh, Museum. Oh, changed the up. And I'm it's, just reporting it's pretty the funny. News, now, here's Cardinal. my question. Did you do, I've seen you do Photoshop on the fly <laughs> as I am talking to you on this radio program. Did you just do that one on the fly or was that one pre-planned? Actually, Actually, no, I've had that one for a while. Had that oh, you've, while. <laughs> you've had that one for a while. Have you been to the Smithsonian or are you just a little bit salty because of, you know, you're bringing some theological baggage to the table and, you know, <laughs> it kind of taints your, your view of the Smithsonian? Because I would love to go to the Smithsonian and see at least what they have approved, what, what the archaeo snobs have approved well, uh, you just, is on display. You just see it over and over and over again. It's like, why isn't this considered a legitimate artifact, a legitimate discovery. And they go, well, because we've never found anything like it. 
And you're like, that's a terrible way of determining this. So like, do you think America, like I got to tell you with Graham Hancock uh-huh. doing his wild Netflix series. And now Tucker Carlson's and, on board. And, 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 you know, Tucker Carlson seemingly on board. I got to say, do you think the public's coming around? I want to watch this just one more time really fast so everybody can hear what it is we're talking about that's just tuning in. Because I do believe the public approach to this is changing. Mm-hmm. I, I I do believe that the threshold of uh, I don't know wanna I don't know what we would call this how would you describe it but the our, our trust is eroding in all of our institutions yes. and unfortunately some of those institutions include things like well the Smithsonian the same archaeologist that wouldn't allow Graham Hom- Hancock to simply go to a public park in yeah. Ohio at Serpent Mound. Yes. You know, that that is pure and unadulterated gatekeeping based yes. off of either niceness culture or narrative control. And, and insecurity. Has, and insecurity. Yeah. And has nothing to do with uh, gatekeeping based off of facts and knowledge. So um, we're going to watch this one more time and uh, we're going to laugh at the really fun, cool graphics, but also hear um, in real time a change in Tucker Carlson's attitude that I think is mirrored by the American public at large, Tucker yeah. Carlson and Roseanne Barr. Here we go. We have Jimmy Corsetti coming on. He finds so, stuff all over. So there is a overwhelming evidence. Well, there's proof that there were massive population centers mm-hmm. in North America long before 1492. So what? What? Yeah. The All I'm saying, the only thing we know well, for sure. Well, the Mormons have the Book of Mormon. They say that that was yes. the- the history mm. of those people. The 10 the last, last tribes of Israel came right. to the United States. And the I've certainly spent a lot of my life making fun of that, but I'm going to stop. Yeah, but who knows what? Well, that's exactly right. But um, I think that somebody or some group of somebodies, <laughs> they know how stuff works and they got it all. But what- yeah, they uh, do got it all. We do got it all. <laughs> and you can just you can just go to churchofjesuschrist.org and get your free copy. It's That's called right. The Book of Mormon. And these graphics coming up, bro. Like how hilarious. They're so is good. It? How hilarious is it when she says, "Well, and and there's people and, and groups of people that got it all and up comes the, the apostles. Of the 12 apostles that come up. was too funny. So, um, dude, I, I don't know. I'd be curious to see what Tucker's looked into. And I think how- I think what we're finding, like you said, you said that, you, you know, they th- you think that they 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 pretend like they're giving us the bottom layer. Here's just what we found. Yeah. Now people are discovering you're not actually just giving us facts. You're giving us your interpretation of interpretation. You're giving us many many layers higher. We want the raw data. People are discovering this with the media, and people are discovering this with academia. You're not just giving us the raw data. You've been reinterpreting this for 150 years or 200 years now. And we want to see all these things that you've been trying to hide from us. There's a huge bin of hoaxes somewhere that, uh, that have all just been written off. And if you would like to read the most amazing written off hoax ever, it's the Book of Mormon. That's and not a hoax. That's not a hoax at oh. all and is only being proven right. You know how many times, if you were to compare the number of The times, Book of Mormon keeps looking better and better yep. and better and better and better archaeologically as they discover Tumbaga being the principal. Yep. Uh, not, well, I shouldn't. We have to be careful with principal because how do you define principal? But being the metal of religious artifacts in Mesoamerica, yep. Yep. you start finding everything from, I've seen all the theories from male pattern baldness all the way to the translation of uh, the character document and reformed yeah, Egyptian. Sure having Mesoamerican characters in it all the way to unanswered questions about genetics in South and Central America yeah. from Austro-Melanesian DNA like 
hoaxes look worse over time. Correct. The Book of Mormon looks better over time. Bingo. And I do have one suggestion to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints now. Now that people like Tucker Carlson are coming out and starting to go down these rabbit holes hmm. and uh, people are starting to question the official narrative and the institutions that are failing us um, and are just simply gatekeeping narratives instead of presenting information. Instead of changing the title of the Book of Mormon to say the Book of Mormon, another testament of Jesus Christ, maybe we need a third line that says the Book of Mormon, another testament of Jesus Christ. And I don't know. This is the end of the rabbit hole you've been in, you've been searching in, right? You know, this, this is where it all leads to the truth, right? You know, that would be, uh, I think we need a new war radio edition that is hardcover because that's another thing. I'm getting tired of the soft cover book of Mormons, you know, a hardcover that says the book of Mormon, another testament of Jesus Christ. The answers you've been looking for, this is the bottom of the rabbit hole. It <laughs> is, and it is, yeah. and it is, and it looks better and better, and the Smithsonian changes and changes and tucks things under the rug, and the Book of Mormon is the same. It says the same stuff, and it only, only looks better every day. And Brother Carlson and Sister Sister Roseanne, we are thrilled. We're thrilled that you're coming around to the truth, to the red pill that is... The Another Testament of Jesus Christ. The no, Book it's not the red pill. It's the gold pill. Ooh, Golden I place. love that. Yeah. Ooh, He's taking the, gold, the pill. gold pill. Oh, is that the title of the uh, video? Carlson takes the Tucker gold pill. Tucker Carlson takes the gold pill. Oh, oh we're doing perfect. This episode has been great, guys. Unfortunately, we got a hard out. Got to pay some bills with some commercials here. So, as always, please, if you want to know a little bit more, check us out on wardradio.com. You can sign up for our newsletter there, okay? We've got merch coming in the pipeline pretty soon. And if you like what you hear and you'd want to contribute to the show, please look us up on Venmo. You can check us out at Ward Radio on Venmo, or you can contribute as well on the Cash app at Ward Radio there as well. Either way, it's been real, and it's been fun, and it's been real fun for this episode. And more, please check us out on wardradio.com. I built a rocket in my basement. I'm gonna fly it to the moon. This supersonic is amazing. You're gonna feel my sonic boom. I'm flying higher and I'm never coming down. Look at me now.